I know many of you have heard, you know, whether it's football or baseball, whatever. It's visualize. Visualize your success. I'm so excited because the Vikings have done a phenomenal job in 2018 and 2017, but I'm excited that maybe they'll go to the Super Bowl. I shouldn't say that out loud. Maybe I'll jinx it. But the reality is those coaches are having their team visualize, visualizing plays, visualizing success. So why don't we do that more often as trainers? So I'm going to give you some tips today, eight or nine, that are going to give you an opportunity to prepare to be your best when you're training. And all of it, much of it, happens before the training even begins. So we have some before, during, and after. But primarily, we're focusing on on the before. So number one, these are all ideas and tips that I've been implementing just for four months now, and it has made a world of difference. Number one is preparing for sleep. Um, I learned this tip from a friend of mine, and she says, don't have technology in your bedroom. Or if you do for your phone or your alarm, just read before bed or calm your mind down, turn down the lights and have it be a little softer. Those That's getting your mind ready for rest. It's letting your mind and your brain know that it's time to slow down. It's time to get ready. And by reading for a half an hour, that just sets the tone for helping you to prepare your mind for sleep. The second thing, obviously, then, is sleep hygiene. Of course, everyone talks about that. Um, It's just making sure that you get the number of hours that you personally need. Some people will say, oh, I only need three. Yeah, they're, they're lying to themselves. Honestly, that's what they've given themselves, and that's what they've gotten used to. But figure out what your sleep hygiene is by, on a Saturday upcoming, sleep as long as you can. So shut your, you know, use room dark, you know, dark shades, all that kind of stuff. Go to sleep and see how long you sleep. That'll give you an idea of how much time you need. Have you ever slept poorly? Well, sleeping poorly is something that happens to me frequently. It's where I wear too many layers. In Minnesota, it's so cold. So I wear too many layers and then I'm hot or I turn the fan on and then I'm too cold. Make sure that you figure out what's best for you. I don't wear socks to bed and my feet need to be outside the sheets. That's just my weird quirk, right? But you need to know what is your best for sleep environment is it putting earplugs in I wear earplugs every night so I'm not disturbed by my husband I also will oftentimes wear a sleep mask because it's lighter in our room and I need to make sure um, it's dark enough for me another idea is to really take the time in advance to set up your classroom Again, this is something that's happening before, and I set as much up the day before so that when I get to the class, I'm able to be present, and I'm there. I also avoid heavy meals before and during my class. Heavy meals can bring me 
just into a lethargic state. And so I want to make sure that I have something light. I want to make sure I eat for sure. I learned this from one of our trainers, Adrienne. She literally has a bar at lunch and she eats her bar and then maybe has a bigger dinner, an early dinner, but just keeping it light so that you are able to keep your energy up is really important. Another thing we want to make sure is that we're consistent. We're consistent with how we do things in the classroom to make it easier on us. We're able to be an amazing trainer when we're not constantly thinking of just easy ways to do things or, oh, what could I do next? Instead, keep things as a routine. For instance, always start with your opener. Always close with your closer. Having chunked out time. Uh, when you get team leaders using the same method, when you put people on break using the same method, guess what? They're not sitting there going, oh, Becky, you've used the same way to get on break every single time. It's not that I use the same amount of time, but I'm using a routine so that those parts of my class are easier for me. So allow yourself to have that. Um, another thing that I, I'm always doing is getting that team leader, making sure that I have that consistency so that I get that callback. What about um, another thing around your meal is just being quiet. Even if you're an extrovert, taking some time at lunch for yourself to just be quiet, to be still to just listen and and reflect on how that morning went. It's preparing your mind for the afternoon. I sometimes am just quiet and I'm reading through my notes for the afternoon. That could be another great way to get started. Maybe you want to have somebody in the classroom that's an encouragement to you in the back of the room, just smiling and and encouraging you with nods of the head and is there, especially when it's new content, to just be a cheerleader and a support for you. Another great thing to do is make sure you have an agenda. Of course, you want to have your agenda ready, set, go, and set your time limits for how much time you'll spend preparing for that class. Oftentimes, I see people spending hours and hours and hours on their PowerPoint. Stop. Just give yourself two hours and say, I'm done after that two hours. Because that last minute tweaking is the 80-20 rule, 80% out the door. Unless, of course, safety is of concern or money's at risk or whatever. But we want to follow that methodology for our PowerPoint because we could spend just an unlimited number of hours. These are just a few tips to help you prepare before and during that will help you to just be on your best game and giving yourself just your A work every single time. It's a repeatable process that I plan to use and I continue to use. My name is Becky Pike Booth with the Bob Pike Group and this is a creative training tip that'll keep you top of your game.